0: The only shade I'm giving is the shade coming from my halo. Not all bears eat berries and fish. I prefer a diet of bourbon and bad behavior. Hello! Hello. I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Baba the Bear. And And welcome to The Real House Bears. Hi. It's me, Brittany. You guys think I'm stupid <laughs> on this podcast. You guys say that I'm stupid on this podcast all the time. And you guys say that I, I don't know languages. <laughs> I know four languages, mister. I found out tonight. I know four languages. English. Mm-hmm. Irish. Uh-huh. British. Uh-huh. Australian. <laughs> so you guys are the stupid ones. Stupid, stupid podcasters. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was good. Just, I can't believe you just came up with that. Yeah, just in a second. That was really really good. Well, we are back. Hi everybody. Did you miss me so much? Sorry we had to miss last week. You know, I think those of you who have listened to us, you know, essentially from the beginning, oh. um are pretty familiar with our summers. Our our tactics. Well, no, with our schedules being really busy. You know, last year at this, around the same time, we were kind of doing the same thing where we kind of had to do two episodes episodes. at once because our work schedules just get really busy. Just did not allow it. And you know what? Doing a Zoom recording just doesn't work well you know i did i was in two different cities in virginia and i drove to the cities. so the i we would have had to zoom while i was driving the car and you had to drive six hours i know well, what if we would have had a six hour recap of just that one episode of new jersey of me driving in the car that's not fun it'd be you talking a lot <laughs> right like i would not have anything to say past the half hour mark. what else is new <laughs> now that i would be talking a lot oh <laughs> You know, I was um, be like, Bish. everything's not about you. Who wasn't talking was, I didn't even tell you this, Melissa Gorga and Gia Judice were on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Melissa blocked Gia on Instagram. Oh, no. But you know what? I, I thought this was smart. Instead of me taking it as, oh, I'm blocking you, I took it as your mother and I have beef. And I don't want you to see the stuff that I'm posting. And I'm plus Gia is the kind who will comment. Mm. So I also don't want to give you an opportunity to comment on anything I'm posting, whether it's about Teresa or not. Because her kids aren't doing that. So I didn't think it was, I thought it was a smart idea actually to block her just so that, to keep her out of the fray. You well, know? she's going to be in the fray because of social media in general. Well, And, and Teresa's going to tell her everything that Melissa is saying. And Gia likes to get involved. You know, Gia's an adult now, and she likes to have her commentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been getting confessionals, so... I'm sorry, but get a life, honey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> get out of your parents' yeah, lives. Yeah, get out of your parents' lives. Do not turn into your mother. Oh, uh, well. I'm going to start crying. You know, Give get that money, though. I guess. I mean, it looks like she's going to be sad. I mean, she of her was parents. able to go to jail, pay off all of that restitution, and come back and now still have a multi million dollar home. But I see a vast difference between, say, like Dolores' kids and Teresa's kids. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, I see a big difference between Jennifer's kids and Teresa's kids well, and everyone else's kids. Like, they're, every single child, like, kids. Except for actually Melissa's. Melissa's kids are doing really good. She just had a good episode this one uh, with her daughter. So I just see there's a huge difference between nurturing rather than just. Well, I I mean, some of Trace's girls seem like angels. But they're young right now. <laughs> maybe not for long. I mean, I don't know that youngest one. I just told you in the episode last time. I'm like, she doesn't seem interested in being here at all. Right, like, she's always really quiet. Yeah, I don't even know her name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Since we have two episodes to get into, maybe we should go ahead and get into the messes and bridesmaid dresses. We have so much to catch up on. I mean, you should just stop like talking about your life so much because we need to do work. Right. Thank you. People don't come here to listen to us. No. Talk about us. Ooh, but... (laughs) (laughs) We are going to be in Los Angeles this weekend. Yes, we are. We are going to be walking around DragCon. If y'all are going to be at Drag... well. Friday, we will not be there because we are arriving late. And I found out that it's only Friday and Saturday, which is weird. They usually have it till Sundays. Um, So we're going to be there all day Saturday, walking around, talking with our queens, talking with uh, some amazing drag artists, meeting fans. And now we're going to be meeting housewives fans this is going to be completely different the very first time i went to DragCon was 2018 and it was the first time i realized that i was famous in the gay community because people were recognizing me everywhere drag queens were telling me to come over to their booths like trixie mattel and Min said that i was their internet crush um and so it was just like a a, a a new world for me. So every time I go there, it's like, oh, I get to like recharge my battery of my, my fandom. And <laughs> so now I get to have you there, and now you have been getting a lot of fandom yourself from just being on the Housewives those three episodes. Oh, y'all, if you guys Google our names, we're an IMDB. Yeah, we got upon IMDb for our Housewives <laughs> yeah. episodes. I literally am posted for that one episode that they didn't even name me on that episode. I didn't have a single line, but I'm known for it now. That's so funny. <laughs> That's cookie. what it, my entire Your career. Your mustache was so epic. My entire career, I had to wait to just... Be a glimpse on real housewives <laughs> to be noticed. <laughs> no, uh, no matter how many podcasts or TV shows I was on, it had to have been Real Housewives. So if you're gonna be at Dragcon, please come say hi to us. Oh yeah. If you guys are gonna be at Dragcon, come say or hi us. Or if you're gonna be at Bitchin the night before at the precinct, you'll see me dancing there and the lineup is insane. Like the lineup Drag Queens Galore. Yeah, it's like you guys it's probably gonna start early because there's no way they're gonna have all those drag queens in that fitting room. You could fit four Drag queens max in that dressing Especially room. Especially those RuPaul girls. They got some stuff. Ooh, yes. But I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun, y'all. Well, they won't have bridesmaid dresses, but they will have messes. Yeah, you did it so good. Well, I'm thank so proud you. Of you. That was so good. Thank you. It was as good as Joe B teaching Lexi's little boy to point it down when he pees. You better point it down. <laughs> was he do you point it up? Well, when you just lift your pants up and just let it dangle, it just okay. goes out when you have a little Um even Polly agreed that the mud bath probably had poop in it. No. See? I knew it. <laughs> um, Valentina, Danielle's sassy daughter. She only has one boyfriend now. Oh, well, she, so she's know. playing it cool yeah. uh, at three years old <laughs> with only one boyfriend. You better. Um, Nate is like, um, you know what I do to boys? I kill them. <laughs> Get, and then just gives her candy. I'm like, <laughs> to cook, give these little kids candy. <laughs> and then Danielle's mom comes in. Danielle's <laughs> like, well, I can talk to my mom about anything. Look at this. Look at this basket. I want to put a cock ring in it. All right, Ladies. If y'all don't know about cock rings, you need to to invest in a couple of them and try them out on your husband because it it can help in multiple ways. It can it can make it bigger. You guys may think it's stupid sounding like a cock ring. Oh my god, that's what weirdos know. Get one for your husband. It can make it bigger and more sensitive. Yeah, and like when you do like ejaculate, (laughs) look at you being all medical. (laughs) I was trying to be BC about it. You know when doc- you shoot your load? No. You were sounded so professional there for a second. So when you ejaculate it gives a more pleasurable feeling for the man as well. But it does bring all the blood and lock it in there more but a lot a lot better. So it's like More, like, bigger for the ladies. Just stroke the cock gently. The more you know. You know you want that weekend D. That's right, a cock (laughs) (laughs) weekend. I can't believe we just went off on that. Well, Danielle, you know, she really didn't have fun in Ireland. And this really breaks my heart. It really makes me so sad. I didn't think that anything that was going on was such a big deal. All, I mean, really. She just felt attacked by multiple ladies there, and so it just, she didn't I still a, don't, I just still don't understand why she's mad at Margaret. I understand that Margaret is like, you were talking about me, but why is Daniel mad at Margaret? I don't know if I still Because that. Margaret has now turned on her and said that she's trying, like, calling her out, so now she's like, well, f- because I made a mistake, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, girl, do you know what show you're on? If you watch earlier seasons of New Jersey, this is like a cakewalk of what you've been going through. And you know, like... 75% of every argument, conflict, or any kind of thing that happens in the real house is word of mouth. It's always well she told me this, and mm-hmm. he told me this. So that's mm-hmm. that's the name of the game. <laughs> true, true. Well, Danielle also tells her mom the rumor about Melissa kissing a guy, and her mom's like, "I she, think you should tell her. She's like, "Are you are gonna just keep telling the world? Like, let's keep let's keep talking about it to everyone but Melissa, and let's have Danielle, who wasn't even the person talking to Laura, mm-hmm. later on tell Melissa this because she's gonna say that Jennifer told her. And so that's, that's how the name of the game. You know, um, the name of the game between John and Rachel Fuda is that Rachel is always cold. Um, And I was like, (laughs) girl, I can relate. I related to a lot in this episode. I related (laughs) to Rachel Fuda always being cold because you don't like it to be a degree warmer than 68. And I also relate to Therese a little bit later. We'll talk about it. You know know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but my goodness. (laughs) Don't say it out loud. Um, uh, And then, you know, they talk about how they want to do the adoption, that Jaden already feels like blood. I love it that Rachel just wants her son to know that he's safe and that she's not going to leave him. Did you see Jaden's middle name? Uh, they show it on the birth certificate. Is it Elizabeth? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> it is D apostrophe A T R I A, Diatria, or something like that. Diatria, Datria, D. D-A-H-E-A. there's an apostrophe in there so i feel like it makes the i'm D glad like... that I, I can see it written out because i don't I understand was, it. i just put what yeah what <laughs> <is that?" laughs> so uh the lawyer deb explains that they do have the obligation to serve jayden's mother the papers she has the right to say no sorry not nah, nah, nah. um, and then if she doesn't respond within 45 days though all is well yeah At Jennifer Aiden's, she's showing Olivia all of the stuff she got for Teresa's bridal shower. She's got the henna tattoos. She's bringing a little Turkish culture. So I have two comments about this. Mm -hmm. Number one, she has had Olivia on this show this season more than ever, ever, ever Ever before. before. Ever before. And I have a very strong feeling. That you know, Jennifer has made several comments this season about Olivia used to want to be an actress and now she wants to be a family counselor. Isn't that sad? Mm-hmm. She said, "I'm like, no, it's not sad necessarily, other than the reason behind it." Okay, since we're talking about it right now about her child losing the the need of to be an actress or whatever first of all do you know how hard it is to be an actor or an actress in this do you know how much criticism you get do you know how much like body dysmorphia you get from that but she wanted that for her daughter instead of her daughter having a career that helps people that she has a personal attachment to how come why is that so bad and also when i was young i wanted to be an i wanted to be an actor and then I wanted to be an archaeologist because I saw Jurassic Park. Should I blame Jurassic Park for wanting me to be an archaeologist? Yes. No, I'm a child. I am a child. Well, I mean, <laughs> I do understand that this is coming from a traumatic situation, and that's why the change. But like you, I mean, you just said it really wonderfully. Helping people by personal ta- taking experience. them through one of your own personal experiences sounds like a rewarding career. And second of all, they're not fighting, and they're not breaking up. Like, what is happening? She's just worried. It's natural for children to be worried, and especially for your most eccentric child that right. needs attention. You know that yeah. of course they're going to be saying these kinds of things. And second of all. Quit making it seem like your life is going to fall apart because of all this. My mother was a single mother for five kids, and she did just good for herself. So calm your ass down. It's all about perspective. Oh, my Lord. I cannot stand been... Jennifer. I can't stand you really her. You're really worked up about Jennifer and Teresa tonight. Well, I'm always worked up about Teresa, but, I, <laughs> but it's mostly Louie now. I actually. After the next episode, I actually felt bad for Teresa for a second. Okay. And I think I know. We'll it. get there. We're yeah, good. we'll get there. Uh, then the second thing that I was going to say about this is I I love learning about the Turkish culture, but I kind of had a moment of like, you having a bridal, a Turkish bridal shower is like, for for Teresa is like Jen Shaw having a Tongan birthday party for Meredith So the, you know? <laughs> the only thing that I would say was different about it is her having a Turkish themed is because other traditions really have a lot of cel- like we've been watching that um, India Family, Shah, Karma. Family Karma they celebrate weddings and every moment so much more than I think a regular American wedding would oh now you're on Jennifer Aiden's side all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> Did I just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I love every minute of it. Olivia wants Jennifer to wear lingerie more often. I didn't like it. Listen, the... like what what are you doing to your daughter? She's like let too much leave TV. her alone. She's watching too much TV seeing how women seduce men. And that is damaging. That's not how yes. you work a life. Like my well, goodness. Bill and Jennifer step outside for a bit of a chat. Um, the kids were calling Jennifer while she was in Ireland, and Bill's like, well, they need more independence. Well, I mean, they are pretty young, at least most of them. Even high school, though, that's still young. But the therapist thinks that the dad needs to be more involved the for ther- that extra layer of security. Yeah, Jennifer and Bill's therapist. The therapist? The gremlin. Oh, the chair gremlin. gremlin. Gotcha. <laughs> Thinks that, and, and I put in quotes. The dad needs to be more involved for that extra layer of security, and because it just seems sometimes more serious when it's coming from a father figure. Yeah. yeah. And Jer- Bill's like, "Well, you know what? I care for people twenty-four-seven at work. I care for other people. I don't want to do it again when I get home." I'm like, "That's your family." It, it's a. I don't know why this is an all of a sudden problem. Well, it I seems don't know. like it's a problem since the the uh, the marriage the affair affair affair. came out. I feel like this is just Jennifer really nitpicking everything he's doing, and this is completely new for Bill. Bill has not had to deal with this because when she signed up to the marriage, they were she stays home takes care of the kids that is her job he goes and provides for her that is his job and she's been fine with it this whole time but now she's tired of taking care of the but kids I'm, I'm thinking that maybe before he didn't come home and go directly to the pool house i don't think he did either but without it's because passing go, but it's because know? she is nagging him every second that she can yeah. and telling him what he's doing wrong and he just can't take it anymore well i mean i i see i understand that. i understand all sides of it it's just yeah, like i said you healing tell... from that kind of thing is not on is a you know a very personal journey and it's on it's a very personal timeline mm-hmm. so jennifer's still healing from this is perfectly acceptable but communication i feel like you, she's outletting it in a, in a bad way yeah well bill doesn't think he needs he doesn't need therapy No, but, you know, everyone needs therapy. (laughs) Right? Well, I'm just concerned. I just don't understand why Jennifer is so overwhelmed with all-day childcare when, you know, the kids are at school. That's what I'm saying. She has an abundance of money to take care of any situation anything outside of the kids like she doesn't really have to take care of much else it looks uh, you know that's why I'm so irritated with so her like, because she's making so... it seem like it's so bad and that they're dealing with all this stuff I'm like do you know that people in a normal day in a normal life have to deal with ten times worse stuff than this than your privileged little overprivileged life that you have there that you are so irritated that your six figure husband isn't dealing with your kids enough because you want to go oh. get your nails Seven figure, man. Probably. I'm so irritated. I'm so over. Y'all, it. Y'all, she is going. That off is some tonight. privilege. That is some privilege attitude. Get over yourself, Jennifer. Hunter <laughs> <laughs> Harden is worked <laughs> up tonight. Do I need to kick someone's ass? He told me today that he was feeling a little bit cranky. I guess it's working. I guarantee you, if Bill lost his job and got a normal job, she would leave him. In a heartbeat. She is all about the money. She is only about the money. She only cares about the money. Well, Teresa is about her four daughters. Four daughters. Oh, yes. Four daughters. Oh. At Coco's Chateau. That's my store. <laughs> that is your store. Coco. Coco. So, Teresa stares at her daughter's. Mm-hmm. And I hate this. You I do, do this to me all the time. <laughs> I do. I, I will do. be sitting on the couch, and I could feel him staring at me. And I'll look over, and he's staring at me. And I'll be like, stop staring at me. And he's like, I was I literally just looked over there. And I'm like, you have been staring at me for like five minutes. No, eight times out of ten, I've literally just looked at no. there. No. Then why are you looking over at me? Well, f- because you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. <laughs> stop. And I look at you, and I just can't <laughs> believe how beautiful you are. And I can't believe that you're mom- and I can't believe that I scored such a beautiful package and I'm gonna I, and plus I pushed you out of my Chuckalina. I can stare at you at I want. They pushed you out of my Chuckalina. Gaslighting, gaslighting, gaslighting. <laughs> Listen, I'm not calling <laughs> for that. <it. laughs> You quit making me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm being watched out of the corner of my eye constantly. It's unnerving. Sometimes I just look over and I'm just struck at how gorgeous you are. You do it every five minutes. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Well, the girls come out. (laughs) My life is so hard, you guys. Like my husband stares at me because he adores me and it is annoying. It literally makes me sick. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Uh, The girls come out in their bridesmaids' dresses. They really do look beautiful. They look cute. Joe Judice calls. They have a sweet moment. Um, Teresa's like, I hope you come back to the States someday. Joe's like, I'm happy for yous. You, You guys. And, um... It's emotional and moving on. Mm-hmm. Marge, Marge Sr., the other woman, Lexi and Ingrid. Lexie, uh, You can't keep saying. <laughs> you can't keep implying that Lexi and Joe are having an affair. Okay, something in me wants to trust. The, the, like, my head says you're right. Mm-hmm. But my housewife's history. history. Your heart, Your housewife's heart. My housewife's heart. Yes, wants it to be more juicy. No, I don't know if wants it is nervous that it will be. Mm. I don't. It's wa- like a ticking time bomb I theme. don't want Lexie and Joe to get drunk some night and then start gazing into each other's eyes when Margaret's not there. You think it's already happened? No, I don't. But I'm. T- yes, I'm you do. Certain it will. You think it's already yeah. happened? My housewife's heart is certain as well. My head is like, no, it'll never happen. <laughs> So even Lexi's mom comes and stays with them. They have like a full house. Um, it's just a real sweet uh, moment about you're my family. You're my family. I love my family. I'm sorry about their family. Joe and Melissa doesn't have family that works. And it's literally on everybody's mouth is how mean has being to Melissa. This can't be know. like. Well, I mean, Margaret isn't... is. Melissa's friend over well, Teresa's well, I friend, know, also, so that means also that. Rachel. So, and then Danielle and Jennifer are our team Teresa. Mm. So they're going to be saying the opposite. I guess so. Um, Melissa just got a she just got mail from the superintendent of schools. I'm like, no, she got an email that she printed out. <laughs> no one's. They still mail stuff no, out. No, the, the superintendent did not mail out a congratulations about your honor roll now Well, this Let is out. like a this is like a school. This isn't like a backward school. So, I mean, backward school, you just yell down that that wire <laughs> with the can on it and just say, "Hey, you got on a roll." You know what I said? But off. it's great for Antonia to have straight A's. Joe and Melissa should very be proud. It's or should be very proud. It made me laugh when Joe's like, "She takes it after me." I know. I'm like, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Meanwhile, Gino is just sitting there looking so cute. I'm. Uh, he's model. He's very model Seriously, he's attractive. trying to be, I hope he doesn't, I hope this isn't, you know, some people peak way too early. Like, I saw some students who were gorgeous in middle school, and by the time they graduated high yeah. school, I was like, girl, what happened to you? Uh, but like Frank Jr., I mean, he's oh, yeah. been the same looking since for like a while now. Right, right. Well, they start uh, telling Antonia how smart she is and how proud they are, and then a car starts honk, honk, f- honking, honk, curious. honk. I couldn't honk. tell what type of car it was. Honk. I don't know what kind of car it, it was wasn't it as. It was better than a Toyota, obviously, because Melissa said I, I drove a Toyota, and her mom drove a Chevy. What so, kind of? What was your first car? Do you remember what year? Yes, it's called. I don't know what year it was. It was called a Renault Alliance. They don't even make. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, they don't make them anymore. I drove. I was. I got a like eleven year old Ford Explorer two door, which was awesome. That's true. It was awesome, and I got it for free from my uncle. Thank you, Uncle Brad. Well, they have a really cute puppy that has a very red butthole. It's shocking. What? And I was like, get that butthole off my screen. I didn't see the butthole. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, Melissa fills Joe in more on the Ireland trip, and she's like, you know what? I got really emotional for a moment, and then I just got to a moment where I was like... I can't do this. I mean, I'm not fighting anymore. I'm, I, not, I'm not giving any more attention to this. This is the last emotion that I have to give towards Joe. I'm crying because it's over. It's kind of. over. Yes. Good job. Yeah, I don't see what I did. So at the Botagra restaurant, Frank comes up in his Listen. sleeveless Listen. black leather jacket. Listen. Just, I guess it's not a jacket anymore, not <sighs> it's a vest. That does have sleeves. Frank can get it. And that's a compliment, bro. Frankie Get no matter what he wears, I don't care. He is such a dad. And the even more dad broish bro-ish jersey thing that he did was he took off that sleeveless leather jacket to reveal a black tank top. In this nice restaurant. this rest- nice rest- restaurant to eat dinner with Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's oh. Hysterical. I want Frank, Ditch, yes. Brittany, come. It's so hysterical. <laughs> I like that Dolores is like, okay, Paulie wants us to have a serious talk. We don't have serious talks. Like we didn't even tell the kids we were we got divorced. <laughs> I know, right? They they they're like, why does Dad not live with us? <laughs> but Frank is like, Dolores, we have so much to catch up on. But we normally wouldn't have so much to catch up on because we would normally talk more often than we are. You know, he's he is that sad puppy syndrome. Frankie has a new job and he wants to celebrate, but it's weird with uh, bringing Paul there and Fr- Frank just really wants it to be the four of them, you know? And then D- Dolores is like, well, you could bring Brittany and Frank's like, but I don't want to have Brittany. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ooh, Bertie and Slip? <laughs> I know. He's like, why, why do new relationships have to be involved? Why can't it just be the same? Why can't it just be us? Why does Paul, why can't Paul accept this? Frank does say for a minute he thinks Paul is intimidated by him I was like I don't think Paul's it's a jersey there. thing it's yeah. I think I think everybody feels that way in men yeah that's true but you know Dolores like listen you're gonna have to deal with it this is the new normal yeah we're, we're all coming to the gym uh, Frank quit quiet qu- quit crying Frank, Frank, Frank go to the bathroom go, quit crying please can wipe you wipe please... yourself up you have guns the size of my arm your biceps are the size of my arm you're wearing a sleeveless leather jacket and you're crying in front of me with a black tank top can you please control yourself? But it turns me on a little bit. Oh my god, I'm so turned, I can't handle it. i <laughs> like, let me go to the bathroom with you and help you. <laughs> okay, um, at the... We finish off the episode at Teresa's bridal shower. Jennifer, of course, brought Olivia so that Olivia can be enchanted by the cameras again. Yes. Teresa's on her way with Melania and Adriana talking about the wedding festivities. Um, Teresa's complexion looks very horrible in this scene. I I, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Is she stressed? Stressed. Um but Louis calls, he's gonna send out a text about next Thursday's dinner. I bet it is this rehearsal dinner. So uh, yeah, so in the next episode we realize that they're having a rehearsal dinner. So we are thinking that this what Louis's talking about right now is the invitation to the rehearsal dinner. That comes up in so the So this episode. is the this is the big aha moment, gotcha moment. Like, finally saw the true you moment that I called out in episodes before this. So Joe and Melissa is not invited. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, but we know that he did not mean to say that on camera. Teresa instantly tries to get him off speaker and says, you know, I'm being filmed right now, right? Like, you don't say that stuff. Right. And then you could see well, that then she. then he went, oh shit, and hung up. hung up. And then you could see she tries to do damage control with the kids. She says, you can't just not invite somebody. You know, you could tell they got caught in a lie. They yeah, got she caught. Tries they effed up. up. They got screwed. They got called out for exact... Because I've been saying this whole time, Louis is not caring about this relationship to get any better because the second he gets them together, he attacks Joe and then starts filling Teresa with all a bunch of this gaslighting garbage. So Teresa... There's nowhere for Teresa to think. Yeah, well, Teresa, uh, Melania doesn't even want Joe and Melissa to come to be honest with you, but Teresa's like, listen, there's no need to be mad. Um, and then Teresa. Why are the up, kids so angry with the, with the uncle? Because they know what's going on. It's ridiculous. Why are you guys involved this hardcore? Like, this is the difference between. I'm not, I don't want to say that, but this is the difference between uh, mothering and mothering. I don't know what that means, but... I don't want to say bad mothering or good mothering. (laughs) But I love that Teresa just messes up another common saying. Instead of, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a light at the end of the rainbow. (laughs) There's always a light at the end of the rainbow. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that woman is being so gaslighted and brain effed that she has no idea what to think anymore. Uh, Melissa comes to the shower. Ashley Darby from Potomac comes to the shower. I was like, Darby? <laughs> uh, Gia and Melissa have a cordial moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa plays with Dolores' butt some more, which I always <laughs> welcome that. Um, when Danielle arrives, it's, it's a bit weird. There's an awkward silence. But Rachel Fuda breaks the silence by asking about jet lag from <laughs> Ireland. I know it's like silent. She's like, so how about that jet lag, y'all? Right. all <laughs> Melissa mentions that Danielle looked like she had a hard time in Margaret or in Ireland, and Margaret arrives and Danielle's like, Great, no, I didn't, and now I'm having a worse time. Mm-hmm. Margaret asks if Melissa has spoken to Teresa since the trip. They haven't. Melissa Surprise. feels like she's walking on eggshells around. Everybody her, so. sees it. Luckily, Danielle sees Melissa's anxiety and doesn't want to add to it by telling her. Guess what? They're also spreading rumors that you were making out with a guy. Yeah. In the back of the car. <laughs> Good job, Danielle. <laughs> um, Teresa and the girls arrive. I, Tre- I'm finding a hard time in believing that Teresa was surprised. She's wearing a white dress, to which was supposed to be just like a, a coffee with the girls. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I think she was surprised. You do think mm-hmm. she was? I think, of course, she's wearing white. Just to anything? This wasn't. To, to anything, yes. It wasn't she, supposed to be wedding related originally. It doesn't matter. It's spring. I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's I don't. summer. It's white. But Melissa is really <laughs> over this. Uh, the women all sit down to eat. Teresa thinks everyone in the room except for Melissa. She names off all of the other sister in laws. Yeah. Um, and says how much they've been there for. She uses a lot of keywords been there for me and happy for me. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Danielle is saying that she's a changed person since Ireland. Um, she's going to be very cautious with Rachel. Apparently, there's two versions of Rachel. And then at one point, Olivia gifts something to Teresa and says, "You need to wear this for your next event." It's and the red. We- it's the red Turkish.
1: Head oh, dress. No, I didn't see what it was. It's, was the like, red, you know, it's okay. She said event, but
0: she meant the next part then of this gotcha, night. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. See, so smart. All right, then we have the henna. Oh, first of all, we need to say, even even. Teresa's physical trainer comes up to Melissa to tell her how sorry she is about how Teresa treats her, and how even what she's saying right now feels like a dig, and... Uh, it's, yeah, that's there tough. can't be that many people outside of this group even people that are on Teresa's side like her own physical trainer can see how delusional Teresa is it's rough it is rough well we finish off with a henna dance there's yelling no negative energy Oh, yeah, that's another thing Teresa says. That's what a bridesmaid should be somebody that's there for me, happy for me, doesn't create any negative things. Like, you could tell she's saying this about Melissa. Oh, well, yeah. You could tell. Sure. That's for the only sure. reason why 100%. she's saying 100%. I'm irritated by it all. Well, let's go erase <laughs> the negative energy on a quick break. Let's go zen out and get some Zen's drinks. Zen out. Relax. We got to get Hunter Harden to calm down. He's worked up. I am worked up. And this next episode is going to get me even more worked up, oh, y'all. Oh, we'll Louis' back. involved. We'll all right, bye, y'all. This is definitely not what I expected to be doing today. Hello! Uh, we are back like a rat in the street. And we're coming like a beast in a sheet. Here <laughs> we are. Yeah. We are. Well, we have a few little quick scenes in the new episode, like them not being getting Rachel and John Fuda not getting Gia to eat. They let that girl get away with anything, they just think she's the cutest thing. She's like, okay, she's adorable and she's sassy. Man, she's sassy. Uh, Gorga's eating some frozen grapes, but then we get to Margaret's. Marlene the housekeeper sees his food and she's like, Oh, is this for me? Whole food. All right, Marlene. No, you are the hired help woman. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely doesn't feel like any kind of hired they, help. She's family. like family yeah, now. Absolutely. Like she like lives there. <laughs> uh, if I had someone who was working in my home that often, they would definitely They become, would definitely become family, family, yeah. But they better not be late for dinner. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Uh, Marge Sr. arrives, Jen Fessler is on the way with her mom and aunt, who are identical twins. This is... I was like... Cassie and Mazzy. I was like, of course this is Jen Fessler's mom. Right. Like, this is her parents. Right. This is her family. Like, this is... This, this is a part of Jen where she Fessler comes from, so Jen Fezler. Yes, yes. Oh yes. my gosh, I want a Jen Fezler twin. Oh my gosh, what if there was a Jen Fezler twin? <laughs> oh, that would be fun. That oh be my gosh, what if she was a twin? Uh, and what if they were? If her twin was best friends with Barbara Streisand, going up, growing up. Oh, Jen Fezler, who else have you had sex this with? This woman can name drop, and I ain't hating it. I ain't hating it. And I'm like, oh, you oh, name it drop. Awesome. It was awesome. You name drop. Did I mention I'm good friends with another gay? You're my husband. I know, right? So, name drop, but I thought the moms, the mom and aunt, I I, I kind of looked at them as moms. Yeah. And I think Jennifer Fessler kind of looks at them as moms. They're like a comedic team, though. They They work off each other so much. Hazzy and Mazzy. I have never seen two whirling dervishes like this in my life. Yes. Is it Marilyn and Caroline? Marilyn and Caroline. Marilyn Marilyn and Caroline. I think that's the real names or something. And then Margaret's like, can y'all find a, a boyfriend for my mom? And Marjorie's like, oh, I don't want a husband. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, uh-uh, I don't want somebody around me 24-7. And then Margaret's like, I got a stage five clinger. I've got a stage five cleaner. clinger, you guys. It's probably like, um, like a level 10, probably, max. Um, I would say that we're stage 10 co-clingers. I think I'm about a good eight. <laughs> You're a good 10. Fair, okay. Unless I'm leaving, then I'm a 10, and you're an 8. Okay. It right. depends on who's leaving who on the airplane. All right then, so right. now it's all figured out. <laughs> uh, the chat goes to Ireland. Did everyone get along? No, there was an immature asshole <laughs> Oh my god! And again, I really think this thing between Margaret and Danielle is so trivial. Margaret's just irritated that she took... Um, Teresa and Jennifer's advice and believed it. Yeah. yeah. That's what she's irritated about. She's yeah. like, if that's who you are, because again, Margaret opened up her world to her and was super nice yeah. and went out of her way to make logos for a business and stuff. She had no reason to even think about believing it or even spreading it to anybody else. Okay. Fair. fair yeah. I'll give that to you. Yes, you will give, it, give you. it to me. And <laughs> uh, they also fill the ladies in about Teresa and Melissa. And then over at Mariner's Bistro, Paul is so sweet to Dolores. See? He's talking see, about how nice he is. He's, like, so sweet to her. And like yeah, he's, about like, how, how gorgeous he, she looks. He's going to get into a car accident. Almost, see? he can't see, stop staring at her. Oh my that's gosh. how you treat people that you love. That's predatorial. You're so, so <laughs> Wink twice at me, Dolores, if you need help from your <laughs> stage five cleaner. If, if your if you're significant other is just telling you too often, I'll go <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Call 911. You are a monster. <laughs> I know. I know, because <laughs> I shower you with so much <laughs> adoration. <laughs> Love. Happiness. That's what life's about. Frank arrives with Frankie, Gabby, <laughs> and Brittany, the star of this scene. the star. but okay. First of all, why is she the reason of the scene? Because she wants her meat cooked. Cook Cook my my meat, meat. seriously. (laughs) She wants a filet mignon, well done. Okay, now I'm not one of those people. I'm like, ooh, you have to get your steak rare, like super rare. Like you can't. I'm not one of those people. I get my steaks medium, at least. But. A filet mignon? Well done. I'm not going to get well done. Like, well done. A filet mignon at a nice restaurant, like I'm assuming they're at, I would trust even more rare than I would normally eat. Mm -hmm. But well done filet mignon, yes ma'am. You better cook my meat. You better cook my meat. You better cook my meat. Cook it. Cook. My. My. Meat. Meat. Ah. So at the beginning of this episode... Frank's goal is to turn Paulie over to the dark side and to understand that you don't need to be messing with the way my family it was. It needs to go back to the way it was. And he's going to realize this. Frank's going to show him right here about how close their family is and that he shouldn't be a part of it. Well, Paul won me over when he ordered Old fashions with the Maker's Mark. Yes, sir. I was like, all right, Paul, you're in. Yes, sir. I love whiskey. And that's when Brittany orders her well-done flight. I just love it. Love it. Uh, Paul moved to the uh, U.S. I don't. I don't think we knew all this stuff earlier, or maybe I, I missed don't, it. Earlier. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I do need to say something. At the beginning of the season, when Dolores' catchphrase says she has the luck of the Irish, were you confused? Did, did I thought she? I thought maybe she was Irish. No. I didn't realize that Paul was Irish. I knew he was Irish, but I didn't realize he was. Irish like from the country i thought he had irish heritage uh, i never recognized his accent earlier okay in because the at uh, her tagline i was like oh, okay that's cute no. maybe she's irish i had no idea she had her like maybe she found some irish roots or something no i she had talked about him on watch what happens live at least oh time i don't says. follow it that much so i knew that he was irish i just didn't realize he was straight I, from ireland i didn't realize he was the only one of the family to come to the states yeah no, and he strictly to help his mom impressive. and how brave it was it how brave was it of him to come to the states not speaking a word of english that's it's really, really hard to understand the English language, especially when you're a foreigner and you don't speak English like Irish. I love Brittany so much. Thank you for that goal. But listen, that's something I would have said like in middle school, like legit. That's something I would have like said. I would have known, but I would have just thought of it. As I, I did like, that different. one time in mi- middle school. I've, no, my freshman year in high school, I was in sex ed. And I saw the word condom, and I had never seen that word before. Mm-hmm. I'd heard it referred to as rubbers, but I had never heard it referred to as a condom. So I didn't know what a condom was. And I said out loud, what's a condom? And the whole class laughed at me. Who was saying rubbers around you so much? Where did you live? That's what, like a that's gang? What, that's what kids called condoms when I was a kid. Everyone did. They were always called rubbers. They were always called rubbers. You... You lived in some kind of weird, like, no, scary that was not uncommon city, at all. like, I mean, gang battle. The, the first time something. I heard of a rubber was in sixth grade. Yo, the yo, get first- me a rubber. No, the first time I'd heard of a rubber was in sixth grade. The first time I'd heard the word condom was in ninth grade. That's how hilarious. It was. That's you're hilarious. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I had never heard of them as just rubbers. Just like I would have been like, I know what a condom is, I'd be like, rubbers, is that another condom? <laughs> they were they were referred to as rubbers. That's hilarious. Form. Oh my god. But sex ed was so rare, it just wasn't a very common. Oh that's used. true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paulie suggests that they have an Irish themed prohibition era style. Hype party at his place. Yes. Oh, but you did forget to say that um, Frank had an epiphany. That... I wasn't there yet. I wasn't well, there yet. Well, he just talked about his mother, and that's when he says it. When he came, was the first one to come over here from Ireland to support his mother. That's when Frank realized it. That... It was okay for the family to get bigger? Yes. Oh, but he summed it up at the end of the scene. Oh, okay. So I was, that's Sorry. where I was. That's okay. Jumped ahead. That's all right. No big deal. No big deal. Um, before then, marriage comes up. hmm And Paul and Dolores talk about it all the time. And Paul already has a ring. And Frank is... Has a small stroke. Shook. He can't handle it that it's already happened. He is shook, shaken. And stern. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but then Frank does at the end of the scene, he's like, you know what? I had the realization that you're not changing my family. We're just getting bigger. And then I was like, do, 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 the more, you know, okay. So has anybody ever had like an older pet that has been around for a long time and then you get a puppy or a kitten and that dog is hurt that you're going to bring something in on this family, that's Frank. Frank Uh is the older dog, and he feels like he's being replaced, and then he realizes, oh no, it's just somebody else I can play with. (laughs) And I think Paul is now understanding that maybe Frank is someone he can play with. Yeah, (laughs) they are. (laughs) You know, because they've been two dogs that just were- That were just puffing their chests around each other. That's all they were doing. Speaking of puffy chests, over at Teresa and Louise. Planning the wedding has not been stressful, but there have been other things stressing them out, like the hoopla that Joe and Melissa started. Like, what is the what? I don't, hoop- know, what the, I don't ho- know what the hoopla was. I don't, know what, don't was. know what the hoopla was. Okay, I do have to say something about this moment. This is the most down and depressed... This is the most depressed and down that I have realist, like... I believe it in Teresa. It's not like a fake emotion, like I feel this is her deep core being shown right here of how overwhelmed that she can't keep going on with this feud anymore. That she is so depressed by everything that's happened that she doesn't have any more fight to continue this tic tap for stuff, and that she just really wants her brother back, but she can't because of Louis. She, I feel like she's been on this train with Louis, and it's been going and going, and she can't jump off now. She's stuck on it. And she, I feel like this is the first time she realizes how emotionally drained she is from it. And you can tell she can't have her own thought in this scene without Louis directing her of how she's supposed to be thinking. He's gaslighting her and brainwashing her so hard in this scene because I think he knows that he effed up with that fake phone call or whatever and now he's got to demonize Millicent Joe as much as he can because he, he has to have this good guy image. But this is... This is the moment that I feel really sad for Teresa, that she's in a spot that she can't get out of now. And how many times has Larry talked like this before that we don't know about that weren't on camera? That's what I'm saying. I feel like he is unraveling. Like in this s- episode right here, he's unraveling. Well, you know what started the unraveling was calling his mom and be like, "What's up, sexy thing?" <laughs> Listen, I can't. I don't have the brain power. I don't, I don't wear have enough. Those pajamas. What are you wearing? I don't have enough. <laughs> No, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. I need therapy because of this. Like, there's not enough therapists in the world to help Louie, but there's hope for other people that have to hear this crap. I just really cracked myself. <laughs> I know you are so stupid, and it's funny, but it's not funny because it's literally something he would say. <laughs> Ooh, well, What's you, up, sexy? I'm wearing those pajamas. You are the are, worst thing in the world. What are you wearing? You, uh, uh, you are the ho- worst thing in the world. You are horrible. But that is factually what he would say. Like, legit. Well, he calls his mom to see if she wants to have a special day. His sexy mom, not his mom. His sexy and, and mom. And her lingerie. Oh, my God. Olivia bought you some lingerie for us to wear for our sexy dance at the wedding. Holy crap. <laughs> So it starts to rain, they go inside to chat more about the oh to talk about the bridal shower. <laughs> it was weird with Melissa. Plus, Melissa and Joe are not coming to the rehearsal dinner. Now I have something to say about that. They're like, of course you would know that it's rehearsal dinner the night before, but rehearsal dinner is for the wedding party and for the family. Mm-hmm. But they're not part of the wedding party. So why would they know? And and everyone's fighting right now. Why would they expect it? And why would you immediately say with Melissa responding saying no? We're, we can't come. We're only available the day of the wedding. Is Melissa sticking it to her? Yeah, or like taking her brother away. from Joe. The Family. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. But uh, Louis gets pretty. You know pretty worked up. Louis uses a lot of big words that are like, you can't take that kind of stuff back. These are hateful words. These are things that are I hate this person so much words. Kind of degrading and stuff. Like it's just it's I don't, even if somebody in my family did something really bad to me for some reason, if you went off on them about that, I'd be like, hey that's still my family. Like you cannot talk like that about them because How do I come back from that if we get back together? I know, especially in the second scene when it gets really mad. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, here, going back to, like, I would not want Gia all up in my business, Gia's talking to Joe Judice about what's been going on between... Teresa and Joe mm-hmm. and Melissa, and Joe called Louis like, "Listen, don't let Joe Gorga ruin your li- interfere with your life. No matter who Teresa would have married, he would have had issues. So this is kind of like the story we've been saying about Teresa and about Melissa. Melissa. Mm-hmm. And now Joe Judice is saying this about Joe. Mm-hmm. Danielle is saying this about her brother's sister-in-law." Mm-hmm. Danielle's sister-in-law is probably thinking about Danielle. Is there know. is there a pattern of not taking the blame or taking the responsibility? Well, you know what? After they get married, Louis is not letting anyone do this to her anymore. So it's going to be over. Louis is going to let anyone do this to her anymore. Cut. He he just yeah. said he says <laughs> Louis just sick of it. He says he's insecure, he's childish, and that he's trash. He's an animal, and that he is def- he's now going to protect her would you would you would i would you pull me out of a snake pit well i'm pulling you out of the snake pit honey he keeps using all these analogies to wrap her up into him being the hero and her being the damsel in distress he's insecure he's intimidated he says everything that he feel like it's it, it's horrible i hate this like i hate this is the first time i really see what goes on when the cameras aren't filming and then the one that comes later is even even more intense yeah we have a moment at danielle's they're looking through her bougie kids inventory um online shopping's been great but the pictures don't really you know give it all it's got so you got to do it in person yeah Yeah. she wants maybe a more brick and mortar option um and then of course the conversation comes to the brother issue he's not talking to the mom either we're gonna seems like it's a toxic so, uh, like a pattern <laughs> again. So we're gonna, we're all gonna agree that we're just gonna move forward together as we are now and make the best of it. Yeah, same. Then over at the Metropolitan Apartments, Jennifer Aiden is moving her brother and his wife into their new apartment. So I thought all of this was really sweet until one moment. Uh, okay, I'm wondering if we're going to be on the same... Um... She's like, we got. I got him this apartment, I got him this designer, I, we did this and that, I'm so happy to do this for them. You're so, wel- you're, you're welcome. welcome. Oh my gosh, we are right on the same path. So you're welcome. I was like... You made it sound so humble and sweet and gracious for a moment. For a moment. And then you brought it back. You're welcome. Because that's who she is. I, I even noticed this at the bridal shower. Because she, when Teresa started speaking to everybody, Jennifer says, weren't you, were you surprised? Weren't you surprised? And she's like, yeah, I was. She's like, yay, I did it. Look at me, look at me, look at me. We well, you know, I, she I wasn't praise. near offended by that. as no, no, but I noticed that she needs praise yeah. for whatever she yeah. does. And this is another example of it. When Bill was in medical school, they really relied on his parents a lot. Why didn't she work? I wrote the exact same thing. Why didn't you have a job? Why is it his job to support Was she pregnant already then? I don't know. Either way... Well, she if she's already made... having babies, then I'll, I'll, get, I'll pass that, especially if the family can afford to support them. But if she wasn't already having babies, then I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Either way, she has strictly been adhered to he's the moneymaker and she stays home with the kids. But now she doesn't want that. She's tired of taking care of the kids only. Yeah. So now she wants him to take over her job. And that's not fair. I mean, I'm sorry. That's not Jennifer... the agreement that they had, and it's only be- and they've been fine with it up until this last season. Yeah, Jennifer really dumps to her brother here, which I thought was like not necessary on camera mm-hmm. to rehash everything that we've she's already said on camera. But even her brother was like, you know, that's. How they were raised and how you grew up and what you married. Yeah, I, again, with their money, I don't understand, but she's not able to accomplish that. That's the thing. Her job is not, her life is she not can ha- She can afford to have stuff delivered to her house. She, don't, she can afford to pay people to, to do clean her house, her. to cook. So, I mean, even if she is cooking and cleaning, moms all around the world cook and clean every day. Uh, single parents that go to 12-hour shifts yeah. do that. So I don't know what she's having such a hard time with. Are you kidding? Have you seen my life? I do understand. People survive. I do understand she just wants Bill to be present. I think all of this is about, Bill, I just want you to be present in my life. I think that's what all of this is about. I don't think so. I think it's more of her, I need something to pick apart at you because I'm still angry at you for this happening. Could be. And I'm frustrated with Margaret, so I'm going to take it out on Margaret no matter what chance I get. Well, over at the Fudas, they're not frustrated at all because Ooh. Rachel has her come F me hair in. I know. You- she looks so <laughs> when good. When you said that, they t- they panned back to her and I'm like, dang, she does. She looks good. Her-, her hair looks so good, <laughs> so thick and just hot rolled just right. Oh, and it's just, it's matted just perfectly and spread out. <laughs> That's like, you know you want this and you know you're going to get it.
1: Um, oh, I love, I love it, I love
0: it. The adoption process has started. They're trying to contact the biological mother. Jaden is really excited about this. I'm surprised that there are so many trolls on the internet who are like, Rachel, why were you waiting to film the show to do that? I'm like, he is so excited about this. Why isn't that what we're focused on? And, and second of all, there's people that are dealing with this kind of subject matter in real life, so seeing it happen for somebody else you know might be a good storyline that's why she's doing it whether she's doing it for the show or not this is a great story for people yeah this is a good story it's not a bad story and if it's something that you've been talking about for a very long time what better thing to let a little bit of a light under your butt and even the sun was like i've been wanting this for a long time i really loved how rachel talked to him here though she made it a real safe space for him to be able to say whatever he wanted yeah she's like we could stop this at any point like no matter what i need you to be honest because if this is going to cause you any stress at all i don't want to do this to you i thought she was really great I was her i loved this whole she pod. was a this great was a, community this was a feel-good part um we have the getting ready for the party montage montage um uh, the gorgas call frank to see if he's coming to the party and he's still sh- 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 shook oh he asked he talks about that ring. poor britney she had to hear about them the whole ride home, all night, the whole next day. Still, I uh, he called f- her Dolores while they're having sex. He probably talked about no, called it. Her he pro- yeah, while they're, yeah, of course. And she's just like, whatever. Just break the headboard again, please. <laughs> they were like, I wonder if tonight's party will be an engagement party. Ooh. Everyone is concerned about the Gorgas and the Ruellas seeing each other. Margaret and Danielle. No one's looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. reconnection. Now we find out that Laura has leaked texts between she and Margaret. And so Jennifer had to reach out. Well, of course. She had to reach out to see, you know, who she's been talking to and what she's been saying. Um, we do also find out, though, that Laura actually did not want to divulge the information about Melissa. But Teresa... Pressed. Why, why did Melissa go after Margaret? Did Margaret have something on her? Mm. It's just more accusations. Um, then we get to, to the real big scene. Um, Joe Gorga has not been returning Teresa's calls, which is but not... But do we know that? Do we know that? Well, according to Teresa. Okay, but do we know that? I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if she called him one time. Well, that could be also true. Yeah. I think both could be true. Both could be true. Um, But you know what? Joe doesn't like to see Teresa happy because that's when Teresa needs him is when she's unhappy. But you know what? I'm really mostly offended that he said, you're miserable during this time when you're so happy. That's Joe deflecting. Who's really poisoning the well now? He's projecting and he's devilishly thinking about ways to hurt you. These, (sighs) We've never seen Louis this work. Okay, listen. I've been with somebody that is a complete narcissist that has no empathy for me. That will say whatever they can to manipulate the situation for their better hand. They will even plan things out in long term to make it seem like they're on your side. But they're just trying to get you on their side. You know, it's just... I have a lot of PTSD during this part when Frank is... or. Uh, Louis screaming at her and saying all of these things that are, it's almost like I've heard these things before. Right. And it's, I don't like it because it's, I, this is, I feel so bad for Teresa right now. She I looks... Could, she, this, she, she looks, looks broke down. She and, does. And Louis, can't even see that from her, and she's he also is, upset that he's saying this on camera, yeah, and he is going off on her. I could see the brainwashing happening that this is a daily thing for teresa but you you can see right here though there is a moment of I wish she weren't saying this on camera right now, that too they're going to use this against us, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can tell that she's hurt that she um that, yeah, I felt bad for her louis so. Louis says he's does, would rather talk to a rat on the street. He says that he doesn't want them coming to the wedding. He wouldn't even share a cup of water. Like he is going above and beyond to tell Teresa how much he hates her brother. And saying on the same breath how he's doing this to hurt her. You know, the funny thing is, Joe would say all those things about Teresa, but Melissa would not say That's that the thing, thing is Joe Melissa that. hasn't. And Teresa even says, it just seems like Melissa's just constantly in his ear saying all these things to keep Joe away from the family. What? Teresa, Melissa's the only one that's going to these things because she's trying to keep the peace. Teresa is compl- It's. I hate watching this. It's horrible. It's a family completely breaking apart because of a mental illness. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, are you talking about being um... mentally unstable? No, what, specifically <laughs> narcissist. 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 Yes, narcissist. yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. I just wanted to clarify that. Well, <clears throat> it's intense, but luckily next week is the season finale. Oh, my gosh. We might get to see Teresa's wedding hair. Oh, my gosh. Up close and personal. Oh, that's going to take a couple of screenshots. Like, it's going to have to be a long pan. (laughs) (laughs) Drunk John did the most hysterical picture of Teresa's wedding hair, but it's like eight different pictures long. (laughs) It's so funny. If y'all don't follow Drunk John, follow Drunk John. They are high hysterical and incredibly talented. If... Andy Cohen doesn't get that pot even if it's a pile of hair now if he doesn't get that hair in the studio in the clubhouse as a backdrop like or even a curtain I think they had it at BravoCon last year oh shoot I think so don't quote me on that I think they did yeah all right well um you can't quote me on this you can follow us on our social medias at Facebook and Instagram we are the real house bears on Twitter we are real house bears and you can email us at the real house bears at gmail.com you can also buy merch at realhousebears.redbubble.com. Boom. Yes. And you can also watch us on YouTube, Spotify, and maybe some other places. I don't know. Just Google search us. Um, and you can also listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And, Bear, do we have any new ratings no. that we can make somebody hashtag House Bears famous? No, no, reviews. Anyways... If you want to become House Bears Famous, you can leave us a nice little rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, because we could really use it. Yeah. And then we'll make you. And then we'll make you. Hashtag House Bears Famous. I'm drunk. <laughs> All right, All right, well. bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Sound check. Sound checking. Sound, sounding. Checks out. You're checked out. <laughs> there you go. I recorded all of that and how nasty. <laughs> it <sounds to> <laughs> Well, I'm tired of having to explain it to you every single time we do a podcast. <laughs> every single time we do a podcast. be the lighting guy, It's too. the same thing over and over. <laughs> <laughs> you should be beaten more. Probably. Stupid? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have it on. <laughs> I have to be lighting and videographer. Yes, you big dumb. And producer and editor. Yes, everything. And co-host. I am the talent. I mean, (laughs) I have brought enough to the table. Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm putting all this at the end of the episode. (laughs)